you doing yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be super long. It is, I mean, it's seven pages, but we can get it done pretty quick. Okay. Hold on. I'm not there yet. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got a new episode and record. Okay. We are ready. Okay. So today I am talking about Gettysburg. More specifically, the ghost of Gettysburg College. Um, I listened to, I believe it was, and that's why we drink. Shout out. They're my favorite podcast. Anyhow, they were talking about some of the ghosts at Gettysburg College. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a little dive in for myself. So um, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is the home to many ghosts. Some of the most notorious ghosts are ghosts of soldiers that died during the Civil War. The Battle of Gettysburg took place 160 years ago on July 1st through July 3rd, 1863. And even though the battle only lasted three days, there was an estimated 50,000 casualties during that time. Gettysburg, once an agriculture and college town, was left in ruin. Streets were covered in blood and rivers ran red. The battle was bloody and it was gruesome. The Civil War continued on for another two years before the Union declared victory. We aren't talking about the war, though. We're talking about Gettysburg in general. Some of the more prominent ghost sightings of Gettysburg come from places such as the Jenny Wade House, Devil's Den, the Gettysburg Hotel, Barnsworth House Inn, the Dobbin House Tavern, and the Gettysburg College. So a little fun fact about Jenny Wade. She was the only civilian casualty of the Gettysburg battle when a stray bullet came through her door, striking her while she was baking bread for soldiers. Devil's Den is said to completely drain batteries, and a man in a floppy hat helps tourists with getting that perfect shot, only to disappear after that shot is taken. Did you know that there's like a scandal associated with Devil's Den where there was a body that was moved and photographed? And it is said that that body, um, you know, because that was desecration of of somebody's body, like it was died on the battlefield and then they moved him on the rocks there and took a picture. And then um, so there's this big scandal with like, you know, because he he was placed there and and his picture was taken and it was put in a newspaper. So you would have to look into that. But, um, yeah, that was a big. And so a lot of times they say some the ghost. I guess maybe the one that helps with the f- photographs. Um, maybe that's the ghost of that guy whose body was moved. That's interesting. I never, I didn't know that. We only live a couple, you know, minutes from it. So I don't think I've ever heard that. I, yeah, me neither. The Gettysburg Hotel was a hospital during the battle. A lot of churches were also hospitals during the battle, but the Gettysburg Hotel is said to be home of a few ghosts, but it's interesting that my grandma had an experience at the hotel. The Farnsworth House Inn was home to Confederate soldiers and is said to be the location from the stray bullet that struck and killed Jenny Wade. The Dobbin House, a stop on the Underground Railroad, is home to former slaves. They are seen floating throughout the house in old hiding spaces. Um, 
I just think that's really sad. So the Gettysburg College can be found on the 10 most haunted college list. The college was founded in 1832, originally named the Pennsylvania College, only 31 years prior to the Battle of Gettysburg. The name was changed to Gettysburg College as we all know it now in 1921. The college has over 180 years of history behind its walls. Gettysburg College was also a hospital, much like the Gettysburg Hotel and churches in Gettysburg. They bored holes in and out of the floors. Oh, never mind, I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. So, like you were saying, they drilled holes in the floors so that they could have, like, all the blood and stuff run into the streets. It was pretty gruesome, but... Like I said, the Gettysburg College was also a hospital, just like the hotel and the churches around in Gettysburg. The college was overrun with injured and dying soldiers, and a majority of the buildings at the college were used for hospital reasons. Penn Hall has reports from multiple people who hear cries and moans from young men, most likely belonging to soldiers who have suffered some sort of injury and ultimately died in what is now known as Penn Hall. Two employees working in Penn Hall got in an elevator and selected their floor. Instead, the elevator malfunctioned and sent them to the basement. The basement, however, was a scene straight from history. The basement had transformed into a bloody Civil War operating room with doctors working feverishly to save their patients. Their patients were injured and dying soldiers. A doctor started walking towards the two employees and the elevator mysteriously started working again and moved to another floor. I remember hearing that, or reading that, one of the two, I don't know. But I was like, is it legit? Like, that sounds like something straight out of a horror movie. It sounds like something that I would love to experience myself. But I just, I don't know. Like, did it malfunction? Did they hit their head? Did they just, like, see things? Or was it... They got, like, caught into, like, a vortex or something. Maybe. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, we've heard about elevators and, like, creepy things happen because of it. I mean, look at what's-her-face in the Cecil. We've heard crazier things, so. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they say that, like, around Gettysburg, you know, the water was all red for weeks after. And so, I mean, death permeated that whole area for several weeks in the heat of July. So, I mean, somebody might not have died on on your ground in Gettysburg, but more than likely somebody's body fluids or something would be on your land, you know, because I guess if I remember correctly, it didn't rain for days and days after that. So, you know, and you have to think, too, that. It's not like just this, you know, I'm trying to think of the word, sorry. It's not, it it was a traumatic death, you know, and they say most of the times when a place is haunted, it's usually associated with traumatic endings. So I can only imagine. And some of these kids were, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old boys. Some were even yeah. 12. Right. The, the, the drummer boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dylan actually had somebody in his family serve in the military at that point, John Wesley McNew. Fun fact, we were going to name, if we ever had a son, we were fighting over 
naming him Wesley or Lloyd Wesley. Like, that used to be our thing because of the history of his family. This story about the two employees working in Penn Hall, I actually remember watching something, I believe, on the Discovery Channel of them recreating this. And it stuck in my head. It is interesting that the employees and a security guard later returned to the basement and they didn't find anything. This is probably the most known story or most told story, I believe. Story known to Stephen Hall is the Blue Boy. That's Um, the one you guys, you kids used to love that story when you were little kids. Yes, which um, is very known. Uh, It's been told you know, different ways. Um, but the identity of the little boy is unknown. However, the story goes, um, the little boy escaped from an abusive home or an orphanage, depending on the story. Essentially, the little boy escaped from somewhere that was abusive and where he was ultimately mistreated. The legend or story goes that it was a cold, freezing night, and the little boy made it to Stevens Hall at Gettysburg College. A hundred plus years ago, Stephen Hall was a school for girls. So the little boy couldn't make it much further, and he knocked on the dormitory window, and a few girls let him in. The headmistress did nightly rounds and checked on the girls before turning in for the night. When the girls heard the headmistress, they hurried to hide the boy on the narrow ledge of the third floor, outside, back in the freezing cold, as they were scared that the headmistress would find the little boy and send him back to wherever he came from. The headmistress was thorough, checking on all the girls and talking to all the girls. The girls and the headmistress talked for over an hour before the headmistress returned to either continue her rounds or to turn in for the night. The girls, remembering the boy, rushed to the window to allow the boy back into the dorm, but he was gone, leaving a trail of footprints in the snow. Now, when I was on a ghost tour years and years ago, it actually said that there were no footprints left in the snow. And the episode of Gettysburg Ghosts that I watched with the story about the elevator, they also said there was no footprints. So, but this is what I read. So I'm just retelling what I read. It is suspected that the little boy froze to death that night, though no one is exactly sure. Now girls at Stephen Hall report seeing a blue little frozen boy, hence the name Blue Boy. One freezing cold night, a girl saw the little blue boy pressed against her window, appearing to look inside. She was so scared she almost ran out of the room. But she kind of like grounded herself and found some courage and when she looked back over to the window she noticed the words help me written in a childish handwriting backwards on the frosty glass there was no little boy in sight they said that he came from the orphanage it's also rumored that the college had also housed orphaned or needy children but there's no record that backs this up especially because there is another nearby orphanage in Gettysburg that has its own terrible and sad background. Um, They were extremely mistreated in that orphanage. So I don't know if they confused the the two or, or what. Maybe there is more than one, but there are no records 
stating that there was a orphanage nearby the college, except for the one has its own. That's stories. in town. Yes. The or- yeah, the orphanage in town is by the Jenny Wade house, actually. Yes. However, Stephen Hall has stories of disembodied children and young women seeking what they were denied in life, still searching for whatever that may be. Apparitions of women have been recorded by many girls living in the dorm. One student returned home from a date to an empty dorm as her roommate had left for the weekend. When the girl opened the dorm on the third floor and turned her light on, a strange woman was standing in the mirror looking at herself and admiring herself. Actually kind of scary. The student went to ask who she was, what she was doing in the dorm, when the woman bolted into the closet next to the mirror that she was admiring herself in. That student, wanting to find out who this stranger was and what they wanted, walked over to the closet and pushed on the hangers, shoeboxes out of the way, only to find nothing. No strange woman at all. Another student, another student also living on the third floor, returned back to her dorm late at night and saw a young woman pulling clothes out of the closet, trying to figure out what they would look like on her slim frame. Like she was in the process, almost like she was in the process of deciding what outfit to wear on the night out. The student, who was shocked, shouted to the woman asking what she was doing. The woman then again ran into a closet. The student started rummaging through her closet to find the intruder, only again to come up with nothing and no strange woman. So one that I found interesting was Glatfelter Hall. Um, it also has its own fair share of ghost stories. One being a star-crossed love story. A young couple created a pact and climbed to the top of the bell tower at Glatfelter Hall. The plan was that they were both going to jump. When the couple reached the top, the woman jumped, but the, her lover did not. It is said he had second thoughts and instead turned around and descended back down the bell tower steps, leaving the pact and her behind him. What a now, jerk. Yeah, what a jerk. Now the young woman stands in the bell tower, only appearing in front of and potentially luring young men to a dangerous fate. And he wasn't even good looking. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, but... <laughs> She is dubbed the Lady of Glatt or the Lady in White. Potential signs of her presence are smelling lavender perfume or lights being left on in the upper Glattfelter floor. Another story is that she was so heartbroken by the loss of her betrothed during the war that she leapt off the clock tower to, to be with her love. It is said that the warning heeds the same in both retellings. Oh, that's romantic. She couldn't live without her love. And it's sad. It's sad. Regardless of what happened, like, it is sad. However, um, these stories have no records to back up any claims of the hauntings and thought to be made up by students and professors. Was it to get the kids at the campus to, like, behave and follow rules and things? You know, if you don't behave, you know, there's this ghost. I don't know. They, She'll get you, Brenda. Well, Lovely. not even just that. The you know the elevator story and the blue the blue boy. All of these stories have no records to back them up, and they think that it was made up by students or professors, and then adopted into a Ghost of Gettysburg book by Mark Nesbitt. He is a famous paranormal yeah, author. Really- yeah, when you go to Gettysburg, you can go to all the gift shops, and his books are everywhere in there. He And I think he's a reenactor, isn't he? 
Um, I didn't look that far into him, but I did read his book or yeah, one of his I books. Think, I think he's a reenactor or he has done reenactments. I'm not sure. Um, but he has done like television shows and things like on Ghosts of Gettysburg and things. Mm-hmm. Regardless if nobody believes in ghosts or not, Gettysburg does bring in hundreds and thousands of tourists to walk through a piece of history and some whom just hope to catch some sort of paranormal activity, myself included. That would be Cass. That would also be Cass. I love going through Gettysburg. Um, I have a picture of little E. When we took her for a walk, she's wee little. Um, There's this really bright blue orb next to her. And I took two pictures back to back. And the next picture didn't have that orb. There are over a dozen different types of ghost tours available to those wishing to seek a paranormal sneak peek. All with different ghost lore and their own twists on well-known stories. All which seem to be pretty successful attractions. Yeah, they have now where you can actually wear the stuff, you know, and have the... The monitors and things, you know, um, the stuff that the Ghost Adventures guys wear, um, you know, they have all that stuff, too, where I'm sure that's a heftier price um, to actually go on a ghost hunt rather than just a ghost walk. They, I believe, do that at the Farnsworth House Inn. I believe that's one of the places that they do that. Maybe we should do that as a live video. We could. We could, yeah. So that's all I have on the Ghost of Gettysburg. Again, a shout out to And That's Why We Drink. I love them. I love Em and Christine. Um, em told this because Em does the paranormal stuff. Um, and Em did a really good job on it. Maybe you should tag them into a post. So I want to end the episode with a question. Um, Do we think Zach Bagans is real or is he full of shit? I'm going to say he's full of shit. I went to the Crystal Wand years ago before they had a fire and like it burned down. But the Crystal Wand used to be right across the road from the Jenny Wade house. And I talked to the lady in the Crystal Wand and she said that the Ghost Adventures crew, they did the jenny wade house and they toured it and i had said about how zach bagans recorded and suspects that jenny wade was pregnant and i was like you know that's not really you know i I don't think she would say this because it was a different time you know what i mean it was 18 it was in the 1860s it's a different time And they didn't just go parading around saying that they were pregnant or whatever. And they, the lady of the crystal wand said that she had no idea that he had done that, but she thought he was very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Zach Bagans, don't come after us. We, we are nobodies, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, I just think you're full of shit and I'm allowed to have that opinion. I think he's cute, and I think when he was younger, I think he was more um, genuine. I don't doubt that he has, um, I mean, he has access to all sorts of 
paranormal things, um, you know, in his museum. And um, he's got a lot of clout, the paranormal dude. But uh, I think at some point, uh, yeah, he is full of shit. I think um, I like the original Ghost Adventures with the three guys. I'm just gonna stop it there. Sorry, Zach. I do actually, though. I really do enjoy sitting down. I like it when uh, he's scared of baby dolls. You know, Zach Bagans is really scared of baby dolls. Doesn't like I love them. sitting down and just watching episodes of Ghost Adventures. I mean, I, you know, fill his pockets deeper whenever I watch it, but I, I just think he's full well, of shit remember, sometimes. Remember when you guys, when you guys were little, we used to, like, every Friday night, like, paranormal, like, that was my date night, you know, like, in front of the TV with Ghost Adventures and Most Haunted. Oh my gosh, those were the days. Yes. What about you, Cass? Do you think he's real or do you think he's full of shit? I mean, I think he has some legitimacy to him I mean but I feel like he's cocky and arrogant and full of shit but yeah I think I feel he, like he's got cockier as he's famous more famous yes I think the earlier episodes and seasons like he was truthful he might have bent the truth a little bit but the more popularity he has gotten, the more of a reputation he has to hold. So I think, like, now that we're getting further and further into Ghost Adventures, we have to bend the truth to keep the listeners going. So I think he used to be truthful. I don't think he's truthful anymore. And it's funny because you'll watch an episode and it'll be like, Oh, don't worry. He's going to be affected by this. And, like, as soon as he walks in, it's like, I feel sadness all of a sudden. Like, I understand that. Um, Maybe we can talk about this in the later. But, like, I have had, I think, like, he's very predictable into what he's going to do. Like, oh, I've been affected by this. Or I've seen this directly off camera sorry for the inconvenience but like so when he says oh I have this picture in my head like I can understand that personally I I have experienced that many many different places but some of the stuff that he says and does like I feel like it's just strictly for tv and even the guy that used to be in his little crew has gone out to say that he's full of shit. Nick Groff. Yes, which he has his own TV series. And he's really cute, too. He used to be. I like Nick. I do like Nick. Cass likes Nick. He's gotten chubbier. It's adorable. My favorite is there's a Facebook group for spooky Gettysburg photos. And okay. yes, <laughs> there are people who will post a picture and some of them do have some creepy things to them. And then some of them are just like, I took a picture of this tree. Do you see a person in it? And it's really 
chronicle to look at. There, there is a graveyard across from where we used to live. And my dad had taken a picture and they have like, well, obviously Chambersburg was burnt down during the, during the civil war. But anyways, the graveyard dates way back to like 1800s and my dad he's into photography and he went across the street and he was taking pictures and in one of the tombstones this has nothing to do with Gettysburg it's just ghosts but in one of the tombstones there was an outline of a guy and I asked him recently if he still had that photo and he said he doesn't he should have kept it should have shame on you he should have Dad, if you're listening, I'm very disappointed in you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Love you. All right. Well, see you next week. Bye. 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 Well, I think that's all we got. So you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Get Paranoid. Our Facebook, Let's Get Paranoid Podcast. We are still working on getting a YouTube. Um, I will link our TikTok because I don't know it off the top of my head unless you do cast. I don't. Okay. Well, (laughs) send us an email. Let us know anything you want us to cover. Um, we appreciate all of our listeners. So we if you have... like us, share us, make a fake account and listen to us on the fake account. <laughs> I have considered it. Help us out. <laughs> yeah, so we will see you next week. Um, yeah. Follow us, share us, give us some love. Also, if you've been to Gettysburg and you have any spooky stories or photos, share them with us. Yes, yeah. Let us let us hear your spooky Gettysburg stories. I'm sure there's plenty of them. 